a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, it was officially passed a cloture motion to proceed to the bill, the infrastructure bill, one point, nearly $1.2 trillion. Uh, infrastructure package uh, is now on the floor of the United States Senate. Uh, so passage of that uh, seems to be all but assured. Or does it? Does this mean we're coming to the end of the road when it comes to infrastructure? Better think again. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So many people heard the vote last night uh, on the bipartisan infrastructure bill, nearly $1.2 trillion in that package. And many cheered the bipartisan effort, which we will always cheer, by the way. Uh, That is a good thing and helps us get better solutions. And we also need to make sure we look at the fine print, which, by the way, has not been written yet. (laughs) There are still pages of uh, this bill that say TBD, to be determined later. Uh, There are some of the pay-fors that uh, may not uh, add up to what they think they might be. Uh, Congressional Budget Office has not scored this bill, uh, and I doubt that they're going to be able to any time soon or in a way that's fast enough uh, to really have an impact on this debate. We also have... Uh, the Democrats charging ahead on a $3.5 trillion human infrastructure package. And both Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer say uh, they can't have one without the other. The question then, is that really what the American people want? So let's break that down just a little bit. Let's look beyond the headlines. Uh, In a speech on the Senate floor this morning, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat from New York, said both the bipartisan bill and the reconciliation bill are on a track to pass. It's been my goal to pass both the bipartisan infrastructure bill and a budget resolution during this work period. Some pundits have called that a tall order. I understand that. But because of the vote last night, the Senate is now moving forward with the bipartisan infrastructure bill And we are on track to pass both elements of the two-track strategy before we adjourn for August recess. Well, a little bit later last night, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell took to the airwaves to say, not so fast, my friend from New York. What I can say that you're wrong about is that it will be attached to what we anticipate coming next 
which is the Democrats' reckless taxing and spending spree, which would be horrible for the country. I, I think we all agree an infrastructure package done correctly is a plus for the country. President Trump and administration you were a part of was trying to figure a way to do that. President Obama talked about it as well. But I can tell you there will be two separate efforts here, and um, all Republicans are going to oppose the reckless taxing and spending spree, which amounts to at least, they claim, three and a half trillion. Later, 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 it was a long night last night in Allentown, Pennsylvania. President Biden uh, made an announcement uh, from the stage that the Democrats and Republicans had reached a deal, and that was cause for celebration. You may have heard that in Washington, now just on the phone, looks like you reached a bipartisan agreement on infrastructure. Fancy word for bridges, roads. And I'm working with Democrats and Republicans to get this done because while there's a lot we don't agree on, I believe that we should be able to work together on the few things we do agree on. I think it's important. So the president was optimistic there. And uh, Senator Chuck Schumer, who... uh, is not known for uh, always looking on the brightest of sides of things. Uh, I think he and Mitch McConnell actually share a fairly pessimistic view of a lot of things. Uh, That might be something that will unite the two parties. Uh, But Chuck Schumer explained why he thinks this two-track process is the right process and what he believes it will actually do uh, for the American people. We need to return to the bright, sunny American optimism that has been so much part of our character for more than two centuries. And how do we do it? We don't just sit on our hands. We don't just say, let business take care of it. They won't. They have a different mission. A massive investment in public infrastructure will create tens of thousands of good-paying jobs. That's just what the doctor ordered. And we need to go beyond that to restore that bright, sunny optimism. We need to help American families keep up with the exorbitant costs of child care, health care, housing, college and more we need to press on and fight to reverse climate change and the the list goes on and so the interesting thing to me is can we now that the bill the bipartisan bill is on the floor of the senate can we actually have a real debate and can we have every senator have opportunities to put forward amendments to the bill to make it better Uh, or to pay for it in a more efficient and effective manner so we don't continue to increase our debt and deficit spending? Uh, Or are we just going to then retreat to the corners, uh, let the bill go through, and then have the big $3.5 trillion move along, and uh, everything is done and done? And where does that actually put us in the end? And while you may think that the Republicans... Uh, are just stuck and done. And while you may think that the Democrats uh, just have to spend, do all of this spending, uh, which as we totaled up earlier this week, uh, total for just the first six months of the year, if both of these go through, will be uh, nearly $8 trillion. Not a small number. Interestingly, in the not-so-fast category, there was a White House memo uh, from Mike Donilon, uh, a very close, longtime advisor to President Joe Biden. And he cautioned the administration. He had cautioned all of those within the White House to be careful about trying to get everything all at once. In the memo, 
This is a White House memo from Mike Donilon. Uh, he cautioned from a political standpoint that the swing voters want bipartisanship. They want bipartisanship on the infrastructure deal. They want bipartisanship on making sure we have economic strength in our country. And so it was this really interesting cautionary tale from one of President Biden's closest advisors and trusted allies saying to the politicos in the room, not so fast. Just because you can ram everything through does not mean you should. Just because you can pass a really, really, really big spending bill does not mean you should. And that this bipartisan effort, this bipartisan conversation is vital and not just on infrastructure, on a host of other things. Uh, he went on to lay out uh, some some polling uh, in terms of what the uh, American people really, really want uh, in terms of conversations in Washington and what they want in terms of spending. And the American people don't want big spending just to have big spending. They want it to be strategic and purposeful. They want it to move the country forward and not saddle and saddle their children and grandchildren with the bill for a generation to come. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.